2: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team.
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time, injury time, injury time.
4: Injury time. Knockout takes, Alnubia saves, knockout follows in, Alnubia saves again. And now Whopperer on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hulk And
5: Four straight defeats. Uh, we chalk up a victory. But what did you make of that? What did you make of that? I think for anybody who was at the game and making your way your way away from the New York Stadium, you may not realise that a very important position seems to have been filled. That's a co-commentator on Hive Live, David Holdsworth. He of captaining in the in the nineties, centre back, brother of Dean Holdsworth, was uh, was doing the co-comms and a brilliant performance. Unfortunately, that was the brilliant performance, largely, especially in the first half. It called out Ryovic within 10 minutes in terms of the fact about his lack of physicality, his lack of ability to bring us into the game and continue to do so. He called out the corners after literally the second one, where he basically said it's not really changed over time. It's still a question of... Beat the first man. Um, And he just basically spoke sense. He just basically called out the the players he saw it and was one of those few um, co-commentators that didn't drive you to distraction. Speaking about being driven to distraction, I appreciate we've won for the first time in a number of, of games and I appreciate that we will be taking a look at that and talking about getting the result. Yeah, absolutely. The important thing to do was to go there and get a clean sheet, get a result. Absolutely. Massive praise for Hoot. And especially for me, for Matty Pollock, but makes you question why it's taken a, a suspension to, uh, uh, to to Ryan Porteous to bring him back into the team because he seemed to do very well. Oh, hello. something's just dropped off the floor. Never mind. Um, so yeah, an interesting one. But but what do you think? Uh, the midfield first half seemed a bit out of sorts against the side that realistically, and no disrespect to, uh, to to Rotherham intended, that you should be looking to dominate. And and in terms of performance, we sort of failed to to. Dominic, am I being pernickety? Let me know. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, Kone ran the ball into areas pretty well, but he got hooked. sema got hooked. And in the last 15 to 20 minutes, if anybody can tell me what formation we were playing, it was... It was odd. It was just genuinely, genuinely odd. Never mind. Never mind. We shall see how things go. Justin is trying to send me messages whilst I'm doing this, which isn't the thing that I'm really good at doing at the same time. So uh, let's get across and add somebody in. Let me know if I'm incoherent or what have you. Let's go to Charlie, first of all. Charlie, sir, how you doing? Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. I'll keep it brief, mate, because I dare say there's... A lot of people wanting to come on. Um yeah, far away.
6: We papered over the cracks today. I thought the first half was utterly embarrassing. And people like to take the positives out of the game. The only positive I can see is that Esprilas added a few million onto his uh, price tag this week. Another cracking goal from him. Fair play to him. Yep. So that money that will hopefully make the books look a bit better next season. But as for the football side of things, David Holdsworth, I I didn't listen to him, but from what I'm picking up, if he fancies a job in management, why not get him in after Val? Because he looks clueless at the moment, Val, to me. You know, you're playing the team that are bottom of the league and we just had no... we just had no sort of cutting edge to us. We didn't look like we believed in ourselves. Ryovich is just useless. I'm sorry. He's. You he might as well just play with 10 men if you're going to consider picking him. I did see one tweet where someone said that he gave everything, put his body on the line. I don't know whether that was just someone taking the piss or being serious. If they are being serious, take me to your dealer because I'd love to be on what you're on. And um, yeah, I just... <sighs> I'm running out of things to say about it Peter but you look at where Rotherham are in the league and at times this afternoon they had, they 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 had a go at us they they battered us a couple of times and I think Pollock did reasonably well today. I know we've all been on his back a couple of times this year, but I thought he looked okay at the back today. But apart from that, Peter, I can't really... I'm not getting overly excited about it. I mean, I'm, I'm pleased for the fifteen or 1,600 people that went up there today spending their hard-earned money. They've seen a win, but I dare say they're all coming away probably thinking, well, we got the win, but it was a crap game of football. Um that's pretty much all I all I can say on it,
5: mate. Mate, that's all that's all you need to say. That's fine. No, I, and and I appreciate that people will come on and they might have a different view to it, as you, exactly, exactly as you just said. There, people might take a look at uh, uh, at Ryavich and see somebody who's worked hard for 180 minutes this week, and he's run a, but obviously we know he's limited. He's not going to turn into anything better. But we've got to ask the question. How unfit must Dennis be to kind of not get on before 10 minutes and then to be replacing Lewis? I mean, if you're, if I appreciate that for some people, Morris is, you know, kind of polarizing and some people don't think he's good enough. And um, other people think that, no, you know, he'll go in there and he'll do a contingency job. If you're Morris and you're sitting there going, right, well, you know, we're going to make a change. And he basically ends up slotting Tom Ince back into the left back slot, who ends up giving a giving a throw in away under no pressure from anybody because he's playing at left back and of course we know the one weapon that that Rotherham used all game was a long throw into the box. Um now that's not having to go at Tom Ince he went in and was trying to you know do do his best that he could. He got forward and uh and nearly got onto the end of a a ball from Jake Livermore to try to do something. So they're you know I'm not I'm not criticizing the people he put in but the selections felt like somebody was, I don't know, it it felt like it was a bet in trading places or something. It was very, very odd.
6: Yeah. Well, that's why I questioned and kind of laughed off the loan signing of Dennis when he came in because he's not set the world alight since he's gone. There's obviously all these rumours that he, uh, you know, uh, unsettled the dressing room when he was here last time. And I've heard rumours this week That some of the players don't want him there. Now, again, that's only a rumor, and I'm not for one minute blaming him for the form that we've been in recently because that's unfair without, you know, if there's nothing in it. But he's not fit. Um, He hasn't been, as I say, he hasn't done much since he left us. He's come back with his tail between his legs. And uh, as you say, when he brought him on, I thought, well, why now? Uh, Exactly what you just said. Why now? Why for him? It just didn't make sense. And does Val really want him there? I don't know. But, you know, it's well documented that we could have had him in the summer. And apparently Val said, thanks, but no thanks. But if you're going to take a player in like Dennis, it would have made sense to get him in in the summer. If he's not fit, then he he may have been the player and, that we need now. You know, if he was up to full fitness now, you know, we all know what he can do on on his on a good day. But when we got him in January, as I said, I just held my head in my hands and I thought, my God, what are we doing? And so far, again, I think I'm right. And I don't like it. I don't like being right about this kind of shit. Because I want us to, to be successful. I want us to be, you know, I'm not expecting us to win the league this year. Don't, you know, never was. But at least be floating around the top six, you know, eighth to sixth place. You know, have a little bit of fun near the end of the season. But the season for me at the minute just feels a bit flat, a bit finished. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, this scrappy one, Neil, might get the confidence going a bit, might get the winning feeling back, and we'll, we'll see what happens the next game.
5: Very good, very good. Charlie, look, other people are going to come on and have a other opinions, sir. Have a good rest of the weekend, mate. Uh, lovely stuff, and obviously, you and I share a very good Genesis track, which we both enjoy very much. That's an in-joke between me and Charlie. Let's get Rich on now. Yeah. Um, if you've got a difference of opinion, you think no, hold on today this was good, or I'm being too harsh on either the team or indeed by the coach here. Come on, let us know because it's important that you don't sit back and go, oh, well, that was negative. If that if that's not how you feel, come on and be representative. Uh, come on and put, put some notes in the five in the five word reviews, just so that it's balanced as much as it can be. In the meantime. Let's go to Mr. WFC WFC2, uh, who I know is uh, is going to be singing and uh, humming to the sounds of ELO tomorrow. But uh, how are you, Rich? On the on the road
0: to recovery, I've been a bit poorly, so oh. it's been uh, been nice listening to you all over the last couple of weeks and having a few other voices other than mine. But
5: well, glad glad, well, to, glad to hear you back in uh, back in situ and hopefully feeling a bit better. Did that make you. you feel better this afternoon?
0: And no, uh, I've had a bit of a relapse. I think that uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a horrid performance. It was horrid to watch but they needed the three points, I suppose. No, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just, biggest as belief. Oh, wow. That was such a poor game. I mean, I'm going to sound like an old record, but Rajevic has played 96 minutes of that game today. David Holdsworth had a classic during the game. And, and as commentators, sometimes you're meant to hold your breath a little bit, but as he said, there was a ball that he, uh, that he passed, that Rajevic got, and he passed in the center of the pitch, oh. straight to the, the center half. and, David Holzer just went, Jesus. And he said everything, (laughs) what every Watford supporter watching that game said. And and this is the decks that we've gone to. I think he had about two out of seven aerial duels or something he won today. He's six foot five. I mean, oh God, I'm going to move on because I sound like an old record with him. But this is Valerie and Ishmael's team. And I have no idea what that team was at the end of the game. I have no idea who was playing where. This is a Watford Football Club team that he has now had since what May of, of last year you know we're nearly getting a couple of months away from him being in charge for a year we've regressed we're not going forward it's rubbish absolute rubbish a few bright sparks Pollock had a good game but then again Pollock is a first or second division player and they play long ball rubbish and long throws into the box and you do that with Matty Pollock on the pitch he's going to head him away no criticism from him today he did the job but but that is what Rotherham. I mean, Rotherham were horrific. I mean, they are gonna be a first division club next season and there's no question about it. Yeah. Um I don't know. What do we expect? I don't know. What did I expect at the beginning of the season? I expected a playoff push. I didn't expect necessarily to get in them. I certainly didn't expect it necessarily to get um promoted, but I always say that you got once you get the playoffs you've got a fight's chance. We had a chance at the beginning, just towards the end of December, going into December, we had a chance. The club inexplicably did nothing in the January transfer window. They've done nothing to energise or ignite the fans. It's gone flat. The place at Vicarage Road is like a morgue. The place today, good for the fans, and I'm pleased for the fans that have travelled. But when they calm down from the little bit of a fury of euphoria of winning 1-0, they will know that what they've paid to watch today was turgid, absolute rubbish. That is not football. I'm, I'm done with now. I have been for quite some time. I think everybody knows that. I don't like his football. I, I respect what he's done off the field. He was sent in to do a headmaster's job at, at the club, and yeah. get, some, get some discipline into the club. He's yeah. done that. My argument is, is that, is that enough? We are, we're looking for a football team, not, not a headmaster running a load of school children. He sorted that bit out some time ago. We want a, a manager that wants to play aggressive front foot football. That was what we were told. I asked Duxbury in the fans forum just after the Pozzo one, Uh I said to him, what does a good season for Ishmael look like? And we'd just beaten QPR 4-0. That was just after that game. And he said, that's what I expect. That's what we want. I've not seen barely anything of that this season. People are getting a little bit, oh, I, I like the players now. I can relate to them. That's great. I'm, I'm pleased for you if that's, mm-hmm. if that's what football is for you. If, if football for you is just a, a likeable team, then fine. You enjoy the season and that's it. But that isn't what Watford Football Club are about. We've got whatever. whatever's going on off the field. This football club, what you saw today is a sign of what is to come over the next season or two because we're only going to get poorer you know, your Esprilhas aren't going to be there. He actually took Ishmael Kone off the pitch today. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I mean, he's been the best player for the last three or four weeks. And I know the bar's low, but he didn't play. He took him off. And then what did he do? I have no idea. Paul in- uh, Tom Ince has come onto that pitch today, and I think he's played in about four different positions in about 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's pathetic. <laughs> you cannot accept, you know, accept players to do a job when they're doing things like that. Ryan Andrews, 20 years old. We're told in the press conference he's not injured. There is no other issues. I'm not going to comment any more than that, but that's what the manager is telling us. He hasn't started a game for the last four, I could be wrong, five games. Talk me, talk me through that one, Ishmael. Talk me through that one because I don't understand it. And if there's a Watford fan out there that does understand it, please educate me because I'm obviously doing something wrong. It does not make any sense whatsoever. Emmanuel Dennis... Yes, he's a haphazard. Who knows what he's going to do? As I said the first time, man. And I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about the sum. I'm talking about when he was with us the yeah, first time. Yeah, man. I remember. You he, he remember? He's a box of tricks. He, he, those tricks sometimes go off in a different direction, but he makes things happen.
5: happen. That was the phrase. And
0: for the and for the ten minutes that he was on that pitch, he closed down their centre halves. And he just got involved. Now, how can you justify keeping Rejovic on for 96 minutes and pushing him up there and not bringing Dennis on before that and getting him off? It just beggars belief. I don't know what the manager's team is. I've no idea who who was playing where at the end of that game. It's a mess. It's a mash. The only the only consolation of that is if you're an opposition team, you haven't got a bloody Scooby Doo out. Watford going to set up next week because I certainly haven't. And I just I, I I'm just I've had enough of it. We're going nowhere. We're not going up. We're not going down. We're not making the playoffs. I, I would just make a change. I would just get somebody in, start, give them a, give them, you know, a few more months. Bring in somebody that's got a bit of an ounce of attacking mind in them, a bit of front foot football in them. Give me a little bit of excitement. I'll lose three, four at home. I don't care. I don't want to watch this one-nil turgid rubbish. I been mean, you know, I'm pleased my team has won, mainly for the fans that have travelled. But did I sit there and get excited today? One leathered shot from Esprilla that came back. He didn't. He didn't have to think about it. Fair play to him. Two, two lovely goals the goal the other night was magnificent tonight's was just a whack from a defensive thing and he connected with it and it flew in the net fair play that could have happened with a Rotherham player today he could have connected and the same thing happened it was just one of those moments and fair play to him good lad and I wish him all the best but I'm sorry what I'm watching on this field is not entertainment it is not football it is not what I go to football to watch and um, I'm just sorry I, I just I don't get it I, I just I just don't like the manager now I, I've had him for a long time and I just think they should make a change and, uh, and but, but but by God we need a change the whole club needs a change we need new owners we need some spark into that football club or it's going to die on its feet because uh, whatever next year looks like goodness me is going to look worse than what it did today
5: there you go Rich sir lovely stuff um now it doesn't matter whether or not you agree or disagree with uh with, with with rich all it matters is the fact that if you want to express how you think about things you, you're able to come in nobody's going to take the piss nobody's going to be you know facetious about it it's a question of just saying look this is how i saw that now w- you know rich there spoke about pollock and said well it was a kind of a division two kind of game it's going to play to his right for me that's all he could have played played this afternoon and i thought he did it really well but what do you think you come on and let us know what you think this is thomas briskin and you are listening do not scratch your eyes Podcast.
2: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with delivery. you in order now on the McDonald's app <laughs> at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com
1: the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with three for mental health awareness week this year Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
5: Let's get Danny on, um, who will be uh, venturing southbound this time, having gone west, having gone east previously. Danny, how you doing, mate?
4: Yeah, I'm all right. Um, I'm just in, at that last call, Rich. I'm sorry, I'm just in shock at the moment, that call.
5: Okay, this is fine. Don't worry about what anybody else's opinion. You tell me what nah. you took out of today, mate. That's the important stuff.
4: Um, well, in, in part, I agree. Yes, we was poor. Yes, it was a bit flat. But a win's a win. That's all that matters. When when teams run a bad run, it doesn't matter how you get the free boys; it's just about getting them. And it, yes, I think a better team would have would have definitely put us at a sword today. But you can only beat what's in front of you, and we've got the free points today. Okay. That's the main thing.
5: Good stuff. Good stuff. So, what, what, what out of today? Other than the result, what did what did you what did you make of proceedings and 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 you know kind of going through the team or going through your day?
4: How uh, did you, how do you
5: think things went?
4: I mean, one thing I do agree with Rich is Ray. Rich, I mean, don't know. He's played six minutes. I mean, he was just. I, I I don't understand how a guy can be six foot five, six foot six, whatever he is, and. I'm, not, not do anything. Like the ball gets back, you're like, you like his strength is well, it should be ball in the air, but he can't win ahead of it. I just doesn't understand. I don't understand it. And when Dennis come on, Dennis was chasing everything down, in, chasing everything down, hustling. You know, few few tricks here and there. But that's what you know you can get with Dennis. I mean, he's. If he's got to be fit now to start a game, surely, because he's just going to give us so much more than Reykjavik. Well,
5: you'd certainly hope so. I mean, he's been with us, what, now? Four weeks? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, that's that's two-thirds of a, of a pre-season. If he's, not, yeah. if he's not ready yet, I I don't know when he's going to be, because it wasn't like it was from a standing start. We were told at the time that he'd been training all the time with us actually here. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. For all of his um, inadequacies, should we say, about Reykjavik, one, he's in double figures for the season, which we shouldn't sniff mm. at secondly yeah, yeah. he seems see. to be he seems to be a thoroughly decent guy from everything that I've yeah. seen, so that's fine, however he is your archetypal player who just needs to be taken out a little bit and then brought back in but of course because of bio yeah, totally and nobody else so hopefully hopefully uh dennis can uh can come in and uh, and and maybe fill a little bit of space centrally he does uh, certainly on on what we've seen centrally he looks far more yeah. effective than he did uh, in front of you guys I should say on uh, on, on on Tuesday against Norwich. Yeah. Uh, what what did what did you make of of Aspria? Obviously the goal was a worldie, but um, yeah. how how was his how was his performance? Uh good
4: yeah not not going to sit here and say he was outstanding, but, you know, he's come up with a match winner. But, I mean, that that boy, he's going to have a big future if he, if he keeps. You know, he's got a lot lot in his game that he can still improve on, like his decision-making and stuff. But, you know, the, the goal on Tuesday and the goal today, you know, two different goals. And the goal on Tuesday was just, a, just an outrageous goal. And then today... Was just a snapshot. I had no time to think. He just just hit it, and it's and it's gone in. So, but yeah, it was good. I, mean, I I've got to say, I thought Man of Match Day was probably Matty Pollard. Thought he was thought he was good. Yes, the level of opposition wasn't as as good as a lot of teams in this league. But you, like I say, you can only play what's in front of you. Yep. And I thought for so for me Mike Polligan has to be the better centre back partnerships going forward the rest of
5: the season in my opinion I would I would certainly go with that I would certainly go yeah. with that I don't think Rich is wrong I think he's he's a, I would call, wouldn't call him limited I would call him an old fashioned centre back but yeah, you know yeah. you know what we've been crying out for for a long long time an aerially dominant centre back who does the who does the things unfussily yeah, he does that yeah. he does that and he's what what's really nice is and I think probably we can credit the team with it today is that there's a level of kind of mental fortitude, determination, call it what you want um, and I think he's got that because he's, he's had that Millwall moment which would have flattened an awful lot of people he's had to go away from the club and, and play at, uh, at Cheltenham since he came in and obviously since that moment he went out to Aberdeen who yeah. really loved him, he's coming in and he's he's slowly playing his way and I think, I thought he I completely would put him in the man of the match territory for me personally today, that's fine. In, in terms of the midfield, KMB obviously came on on Tuesday, didn't Really yep. set the world alight, and obvi- and uh, if you will remember the uh, the, the comments in the uh, in the press thereafter from uh, uh, from Val was that his substitutes came on and let him down. You know, I'm not saying he threw them under the bus. There may not have been a bus to hand, but he certainly threw them under a vehicle of some description. Um, in, in terms of today, what did you make of the impact of the subs today? Because it's it, it's one of those things. Livermore came on. Um, how did, how did you rate Livermore? I uh, at- mean. It's yeah, a, his cameo.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, when falcoman said what he said after Norwich game, I kind of agree with him in a way. I mean, yes, you could say through the players under whatever vehicle you wanted to, but I kind of agree with him because when Dennis come on on Tuesday, he was a disgrace. I can't even remember who else come on, but the subs job when you come on is to make some sort of impact on the game. But they didn't do that on Tuesday. Whereas today they did. You know, Livermore, I think even towards the end, 94, 95 minutes, he he, he chased the ball down and he blocked it. Yeah. That's what you want for yeah. subs. Mintz, I thought, was 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 okay. A lot, and like I said, he he was played in three or four positions. I think he got brought on at centre mid originally, then yeah. he got put out to left wing, and he got put to left wing back when he exactly. went three at the back. So, yeah, you, 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 you gotta you gotta say fair play to them you know, especially. Especially Tom Ince because he's been he's, he got told to play in about three or four different positions today, and that's that's where these professional footballers, you know, you got sometimes you know they're professional footballers and sometimes they'll just do a job for you. And I thought, yeah, Tom Ince did a job. Thought Chatford actually when he come on, he really he really did. You know, look lively when he come on. Um, I, I, I think having him um drop back to the bench today, I think he needed a rest because he's not been himself the last two games. Okay. I think he's it's done it's done him good to to sort of have a have a you know break from staying. But he did well when he come on. Who, who else come on? Andrews right, and Andrews Dennis Dobbs. came in. Andrew. O- only yeah, f- I mean, five minutes I mean, to go I mean, so not, not yeah, much and, and, time Andrew should be starting he shouldn't be on the bench he should be starting mm-hmm. um, we need to just stop with this um him right by now but hopefully I know it's a, ga- a Gakia will hopefully be back soon that's that's the least then hopefully um, Andrew will continue to play a role back but yeah but yeah that's all we can ask for isn't it Wins win to win you know yes the position wasn't great but you know all you can, can do is win that's all that matters absolutely but that's but yeah. the, the
5: reason why I wanted to ask that and I especially wanted to ask it of you because you're there in the ground and you know your stuff. Yeah. That, was the fact that perhaps the throwing them under the bus slash other vehicle of dumb description, perhaps that made an impact. And we actually did see yeah. subs coming on and at least putting it in because we didn't see that on Tuesday. And it was, it was something that sort of needed correcting. One player who came on and didn't do great on Tuesday, but started today was KMB. Now, yeah. How did you think his performance looks um, uh, for you guys? Also, am I the only person who finds it very hard to recognize KMB? Now he's growing out. And I was thinking, I didn't know, I, I thought he was like officially bald, but no, it's an option. We now have hairy KMB. What did you make of hairy KMB? <laughs> um, do, you
4: know, do you know what? I think KMB, I just think he makes something feel better. I mean, up in, from the start of the season. I mean, when he when he obviously couldn't at the start of the season, he wasn't really playing, was he? It was sort of loser, loser, Kone and he yeah. We with it between them three, but. I think when KMB come 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 into the side, he was from then from then until the Plymouth game on New Year's Day, he was player to singer for me at that point. So I think KMB just gives us so much more balance in midfield because I think he can do he can do the defensive work, he can do the attacking work as well. So I think he's, he gives us that perfect balance. I think he's, he he can still he's still lacking a little bit of you know he's not hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's why obviously Val hooked him off after sixty odd minutes or whatever. Worry we did so but
5: I think 100% KMBA fit is, is definitely first name on a team sheet for me nice nice yeah so we were talking about we were talking about how many points we might see out of the next three games yeah. and two games or what's that what, what have you we've now got Huddersfield and Millwall I, yeah. I, I think as you said it there at the start not a great performance in terms of if we were against a higher performing side it would have given us a problem Huddersfield has certainly picked up in recent weeks I don't know how they've got on today what do you think we need to add to that performance against Huddersfield and Millwall in order to go to six and then nine points what 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 component parts are missing What changes would you make?
4: Um, well, definitely Ryan Andrews has to go back to right back. I mean, that's that's got to be a given for me. Um, stick sit with Pollack and Hoot. Center house Lewis, I thought was was okay today. I think it was a cu- couple of times where we got overrun a little bit, but apart from that, he, he did all right. Sit with Kurt and Bain in the middle. Livermore come, obviously, Livermore comes back in. Then may, maybe and then then it's either Kone or or Georgie. I mean, De- Dennis for me now. He he has to start. next game down the middle. Then you put in you put Yasser. You put Yasser. In, maybe put Yasser and Georgie. In the wings or we will probably end up going Yasser and Ken on the wing so but um, for me definitely Andrews comes in Livermore comes back in Dennett and Dennis down the middle but everyone, everyone else it's just, just up in arms who okay. he's going to pick
5: cool I'm going to ask you for the final call then yeah. You've, you've, you've got you've got Semma wide, you've got Esprit wide, you've got you made the, the selection of Dennis, the one that you you kind of split on and sat on the fence a little bit there. Do you go with Chakvetadze or do you go with Kone to start?
4: Uh, I will go start with Kone, although because during that period where where we were sort of w- winning games for Christmas, I mean the midfield was Livermore, and Kone, Kone. That was the midfield that was winning us the game. So I would I will go to that
5: personally. Cool, cool. That absolutely yeah. makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. Lovely stuff. Well, look. Have a safe drive back Danny and we will chat to you soon because you know I need to chat to you soon anyway yep. So we'll get we'll yep. get on to that i'll uh, I'll drop you a DM and then we'll take it from there right there's uh, you, there, there's Danny and Becky heading southbound as we know let's get across to uh, uh, to, to Mr yep. Wendover horn anybody wants to uh, to request we've had two people who said you know kind of similar to me have been kind of frustrated with the performance not frustrated with the result yes they've done what we needed to do but what did you what did you think if you want to say anything about that either reinforcing that or, or arguing as danny said which is you've got to get to you know the number one thing which is the results four straight defeats they've kind of turned that around so whichever you think you let us know let's get across to greg greg sir are you enjoying the bus lanes of uh of rotherham
7: i'm not in a bus lane but yeah i'm driving uh on the outskirts of rotherham just about to get onto the the m1 with uh colin in the car and, and gary in the car so uh hello gents yeah we're Hello. Evening. Evening. Evening.
5: Right. Okay. Come on in. What did? What did, What was the consensus in the car then of uh, of today's fair?
7: Yeah. Look, Pete. If you're a young child going to your first game of football, you won't be going to many more. <laughs> um, yeah. It, you know, it was. It wasn't great stuff. And but we're on a bad run, and he's halted that bad run, hasn't he? I thought second second half, the, the substitutions were negative. When I saw Livermore coming on, I thought, oh, that's going to be a straight shot for Serie Alta. It wasn't. It was to, you know, bulk the midfield up even further. We've beaten a very poor team, 1-0, uh, who I think are definitely going down because the only thing they've got is a long throw. However, look, you've got three points, but no, it won pretty. It was not pretty, Pete.
5: No, no, not at all, not at all.
7: Um, One thing, uh, uh, sorry, uh, about Kone, he obviously played better on Richie's stream than he did live because for for all three of us, it was quite correct that he was subbed. Oh, okay, that's interesting. uh, And and, and, uh, Jack did a far better job in there than than he was doing.
5: Ah, now, the Um, the suggestion wasn't the fact that the substitutes didn't uh, do all right individually. It was the fact that they seemed to be a bit, you know, when you get to the fifth substitute and they go, Emmanuel Dennis, and he's taking off Jamal Lewis. Everybody's kind of like going, yeah. "Hey, what? Who? You know, we're all we're all doing that kind of swivel headed loon kind of look, uh, which, which yeah. was odd." But they, you know, seemingly th- they did interesting. You say about Kona because I thought he was doing okay. And one of the things he was doing was he tended to kind of travel with the ball and bring the ball away from uh, from areas. Yeah. What what parts of his game were frustrating at the game? Because I didn't necessarily see it in that way.
7: Well, we 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 felt he gave the ball away, didn't we? Carole?
8: Yeah, hundred percent. thought a bit non-existent away. in midfield, if I'm honest. He usually grabs the game by a scruff of a neck. Yeah, he does, but not today. I didn't think so.
5: No, no, no. This is this is this is good. Genuinely, in the ground, you can see the game in in different ways. You're seeing all of the movement off the ball. We are, you know, you know what it's like. You kind of you, you wherever the camera's looking, that's what you see. So it's fine to get this. This is this is one of the things I think that. Uh, that, that, that we love that this thing kind of brings is different views on it. So he wasn't using the ball as much. And uh, you know, presumably we're talking with the passing rather than his running with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. he wasn't using yeah. it well. Check for Fatadzi came on and improved in that area, or did he improve in other areas as well?
8: I thought that's better
7: movement. Better, yeah, better movement, and well, I think into the game. He did bring other players, and 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 he ran with the ball and carried the ball. Sorry, my sat-nav's kicked in there. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's Roger Federer's voice. If uh, if, you, if
5: if you noticed What? Hold on, a hang point. on. Right, let's stop here, everybody, and especially especially <laughs> Colin in the car. Can you just confirm this? Does Greg have a sat-nav it with is- Roger Federer's voice?
8: No, he has Roger Federer sat in the back giving oh, his directions.
5: Well, that's perfectly acceptable, of course. Absolutely, wearing his wearing his strange RF cap. No, that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I appreciate you working the motor trade, but having Roger Federer do your your, your voice, kind of your GPS that seems very niche. I don't imagine there'd be a lot of call well, for that. D-
7: download the Waze app, and uh, yeah. one of the options is to have Roger Federer's voice as as the. Uh, as the voice on, on, on the directions.
5: Yes, I, I so, love uh, the <laughs> fact that you would you would be driving through like a, a some kind of speed limit, which is like forty, and it comes down to thirty, and it would go 30? in Roger Federer's voice. That would work so well. Anyway, I may be overegging the Roger federer of all of this. Let's get back to the game momentarily.
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. What, what did you gentlemen think of, and I, I think certainly from the TV point of view, Hoot and Pollock look like the selection at present. Is that reasonable and fair, or, uh, or, or was it was it seen in a different way?
8: Colin, do you want to go? Oh, I don't
5: think Matty Pollock's a championship defender. I, I
8: really don't. I don't. I think he'll get caught out many... More times than, than I mean for a game like that, I think he he's fine. But I I, I think he dwells on the ball too much. If I'm
5: honest, oh no, think no he this, can play out from the back. This is this is good. This is what Rich said earlier on. This is this is good. I thought he was very good today. But you're right, he had to do that. So who would you go with then, Colin? We're, we're just ignoring Greg, everybody. We're now talking to Colin. Yeah, we're, yeah, in, yeah. we're in we're we're in full. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically. What? Let's be honest. It's Colin. Then it's Roger Federer. Then it's Greg. That's exactly <laughs> the order we're talking about here. Colin, who what? would be your uh, preferred regular centre back partnership? Be quiet, Greg.
8: What? I believe Porteous has gone backwards as a defender. I really
5: do. I don't think he's
8: as good as he was at the start of the season. I'd probably play Altra back there with Hoyt.
5: Syria Well, yeah, of course, because he's yeah, he's Ultra, in today in yeah. in the in the, uh, in the deep. Uh, midfield zone presumably just letting uh, Jake rest his weary legs after after two games in the uh, in in the week already that's uh, okay there we go Syria I think we may have to do a poll on this you know it's the kind of thing that we do and everybody ignores but we don't care we'll do one anyway this is good I like this very much Greg syalta and I, or, and who, I, who, Syria, would, who I, would I, your combination I, I, be yeah
7: I, I the three of us agree Ho- and Sir yeah even Roger uh, in the I back I think yeah, Roger agrees as well. <laughs> he agrees as well, yeah. Yeah, I think long-term Pollock uh, is not going to be quick enough and the QE2 can turn quicker than, than, than Pollock can, personally. And I've always liked Sarialta. I think in that promotion season when he played in the championship, uh, he, he he was outstanding. And, uh, th- you yeah, that's too hard to have. I'd like to give a shout-out tonight to Tom Ince. Good. I thought I thought his movement when it... You know, he played in three positions, but when he played in his main position, I thought his movement was very good. And I do think when he's on the ball, he does have nice control and he moves... He's got, good, he's got good movement and he's, he's a, there's a bit, a bit of class with him. Obviously, his pace isn't what, what it used to be, but I thought he did a job when he came on.
8: Would you agree, lads? Yeah, dead ball as well. I think he's probably one of our better corner takers, Yeah, yeah. I
5: would have said. No, that, this is all good. The the other thing is, and uh, we, we we were t- talking to uh, uh, New York Talk, the, the Rotherham podcast, and the, every, every time yeah. we speak to them, they went, oh, you've got Tom Ince. He scores against us every time. And, of course, we ended up going, He scores against us every time. That's why we signed him. And it was like, so I don't know whether or not part of that was almost in the psychology about, about the fact that Tom Ince has scored against Rotherham more than, well, pretty much anybody, it seems. Um, I, mean, I grant, yeah, I grant that's, a, that's a very low medal to win, but, you know, you know what the heck. Um, so maybe he did, maybe he came on there, maybe the versatility was was useful. It just did seem odd that he was ending up playing at left back when this season so far, we've had Morris, we've had Lewis, and we've had Semmer <laughs> playing at left back, and now we've gone, I don't like any of those. I'm going to end up shifting him back in there, which was kind yeah. of, odd and as you said the one thing they've got is a throw in and under no pressure at all but simply I think due to the fact that I don't know he he probably probably too much oxygen he was so low on the pitch rather than anything he kind of had a at a moment where he kind of miscontrolled it and the ball went out you know for a throw and you're going please don't let this count please don't let this count please don't let this count fortunately it didn't we've got the three points and that's what's going to matter most because in two to three weeks time we won't we won't remember the performance other than to kind of groan and say, well, but but remember the goal. But how do you feel about things overall, obviously? There's been a difficult four games. Was this the was this the bounce that we need in order to come back? Was this the defiant? performance and resilient performance that we need and is there better to come or have we just got to go look this is just attritional football that we are looking at because I think that's kind of what described the game overall two yeah. not great teams both having one shot on goal each not really opening each other up with great attacking football I think it's fair to say what what, what are your thoughts on that or do you think there's more to come from this now
7: for me, when there's any rot, you've got to put something in there to stop the rot. And we've stopped the rot today. I think probably he is a nutritional coach. However, uh, I would disagree with Rich. The last thing I want out of this season is another change of hedge coach. My bare minimum of this season was to get through the whole season with with, with
8: Val. And, and it looks like we're going to. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, Japs, isn't it? Well, I think that season will probably beat out. I think we'll get the odd result. But, I mean, you never know. If we beat Huddersfield next week, we might claw our way back towards the playoffs, but I don't think we're playing good enough football to beat any decent sides at the minute. That's a trouble.
5: Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. All good. All good. But this is... Look, guys, this is, this is the point of this. We get different people's different, you know, kind of views and opinions, and it, it's about saying, OK, well, actually... I saw Kone in a different kind of in a different light because it's so subjective, completely. But the good news is, of course, is that we have that we have Wendover, we have Colin, and we have Roger Federer all making their ways back now, southbound. Thank you very much indeed, gentlemen. Lovely stuff. Really, really like enjoyed that. Again, whatever your thoughts, doesn't matter if it's east, west, north, or south in terms of you know kind of the polarity of it. Really doesn't matter. Let's get across to Mr. John Parslow, John, sir. How are you? And more importantly, how was your dad after after watching that game? But no, wouldn't work. Hang on, is this a seminal moment? You're not, you're not on Shorley Wood Common, are you? No,
3: not oh. yet. Too early. One week, one week away. So um, no, I'm, uh, I'm just hiding outside the back of the house. Uh-huh. <laughs> so,
5: we, <laughs> we have to explain. We have to explain that obviously previously John would be walking Pippa who uh, unfortunately left us um, earlier on in the season, but we now have. A new signing, do we not, in the Parslow household?
3: Uh, we do, we do. A little um, uh, tribute to uh, one of Watford's greatest players. Uh, she's called Bailey, so obviously named her after Isaac's Success. That's so, uh,
5: true. That's true. Full, full, yeah. full name, of course. Hookers and Bailey's Success Which is nice <laughs> Don't tell Don't tell the family Never mind No I yeah,
3: I haven't explained it yet No so, no no no. Yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah,
5: what, what, yeah. So we look, for, we look forward being, We look forward to you My bad We look forward to you Being dragged around Common, um, uh, By Bailey in the, in the In the near future What, what, what did do, you make her today What did What did uh, Mr Parsley uh, Senior Make her today Yeah it, Yeah It was uh, Yeah Not good
3: for the heart Especially in the last 15 minutes or so It was um, Painful um, I mean I was I, I was actually at the end of the day you know we got the win so so a little bit happy but yeah i was i was going to call in and be quite um you know just like uh less positive today and just more more realistic and stuff but then rich rich came on and i've gone oh i'm gonna have to yang this one no you don't no you don't no you don't you (laughs) say exactly no 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 i'm only joking i love i love rich def so yeah you know there's a balance yeah it was it it was not good and and worrying to some extent in, in the way it played out. And it's interesting listening to, listen to Wendo about because I thought Coney play was playing well. So yeah. So obviously I'm the same. I, I prefer to be at games because you you don't really get the full picture on TV. So um but yeah, I, I was I was a bit surprised by by that. But it, it was yeah, no, it wasn't it wasn't great. Matty Pollock I thought was man of the match. I thought he was outstanding in doing what he wanted to do he was doing yep. um but but uh, yeah there's, there's two things i want to say was so i listened to your your um little um really really entertaining podcast you know talking with justin the other day oh, right. all right all the little bits and pieces and um but you you two were like you know, just sort of going back and wanting football to be like it was in the old days, exciting, you know, when we just used to hoof the ball up and uh, chase after it and make things happen. And ah, I, I now, thought, that's, now I thought that's what today's game was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go on,
5: go on,
3: And now you're, now you now your defence.
5: No, 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 no. I just want to let everybody know what you're referring to. So one of the questions oh, okay, that we okay. got was, is foot, is, is modern football becoming boring? And I, I, I go ranting and, you know, raving on for, for far too long about the evolution of football and how basically you used to start with loads of attackers and now and and as as football has developed over the years it's been less attackers right to the point where you now have you know a thing called a false nine which is that one forward who's not actually there um and that was what we were talking about in terms of that um, yeah yeah well yeah maybe so I mean yeah, you know, what we were talking about was the lack of spectacle and as a coach the trick is to try to coach the team into a framework but not into a straight jacket whereby you are taking out spontaneity or individuality and I think you see that a lot with uh, w- with certain teams I think I think Hull have been a bit guilty of that this season uh, a little bit a little bit overcoached I think Leroy Rossini is a fo- uh, sorry not Leroy Liam Rossini is a fine young coach, but sometimes they look a little bit prescriptive, shall we say. Whereas, no, I don't. I don't think at any point we said what we really want to do is watch a game where there is one shot on goal each, and the rest of the time basically have a fight in midfield, and that be about it. But uh, yeah. if that's arguing my case, sir, my case rests. No,
3: sorry, go. No, no. But the important thing you said, though, um, you know, and I agree with you. You know, playing with a false number nine and in modern football is awful. So why are we? continuing to play with a false number nine but um, tish today. that
5: was almost set up for you wasn't it crikey i hadn't even thought about mm. that one and yes. and i have been, yeah and i've been a, i'm a defender
3: of rare ritual point, to and i do think he's got a role and that role is really coming on in the last 20 minutes of the game when we have put an extra man in the box and 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 then try and game on the end of something but but today actually the way some of the things were happening in the game was actually set up for a little bit there were moments in an awful game where we did put a cross in I flashed across there was one or two chances and he just wasn't there so he's even stopped doing that you know so so i i want Val to stay like you know i want him to stay for one more season because i want to see what we can do if we're, if we're truly rebuilding if this is a rebuild in in a painful dismantling and then rebuilding whatever it means and let's, let's see what we can do but he's got to you yeah, know, he's got to unleash Dennis up there because uh, we, you know, we can't do that. Otherwise, we might as well. I don't know. I mean, I'll go up front. And I've, I, I'm five foot four, or at least I used to be five foot four, but I'm all some, I'm actually losing inches. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so it's it's a bit soul destroying. And, and that, that's clearly one of the problems because we can't have fluidity. We can't get things moving when, when just nothing's happening. Do you know what I mean? And there were some awful balls. And I know, Sprilly, you should have taken that shot first time and tight, but the, but if you re-look at it, when you re-look at it, Ravich's ball to him was awful. Yeah, he over he overhit the past. Well, I think it was in the first half when Espria then cut cuts yeah. and tried to lay it back to Ravevich. But the precision of the ball to Espria wasn't right. Yeah, he should have been able to hit it first time, and he couldn't actually hit it first time because he over it was overplayed, and he did that a number of times. So yeah, so he's huffing and puffing around, but
5: uh, he yeah, also they're, he they're also, not, not good. Uh, and I know exactly what you yeah, I think everybody remembers that moment in the first half where. Yes, he had the ball, he brought it down, and he did have a few bits where he did okay. But this is the nature of of Ryavich is the fact that you kind of almost like apologise and no more than when I was talking to the the New York Talk, the podcast, you know, from, from Rotherham. And they would go and say, how's everything been? And you kind of like, it, it feels really bad. It re- feels like kind of ringing up the Samaritans and saying, you know, you should hear about what I've got to say. Our, mm. our troubles in mid-table seemed like a very first world problem. And then I said, and we've got this centre forward and he's useless. How he's, I many has he scored? 10. Oh, so he's not that... But he is an absolute paradox. Because mm. when that ball came to him, yes, absolutely. He stabbed the ball to to Espria, which meant Espria kind of had to take a touch, had to come back, and then Espria set it back to him. And he wasn't ready. He turned off. He tuned out. Um, you know, he doesn't have the reaction speed to do that. Not that not anybody's surprised with that. We've seen how he scores goals. He scores goals when he knows the ball's going to be delivered in. It's going to take out the keeper, and he's going to get just in front of the centre-back. and And that's what he does. So... Ah, yes, no, a false nine is, is very good. I enjoy that very much indeed. But, you know, it is what it is, isn't it, I suppose.
3: Okay. Ultimately, let's enjoy the win and uh, let's just see where it takes us. So I'm not cashing in my um, bet at the moment. And in good news, because I've, I've got a bet at the moment for us to finish six and go up which is worth about 350 quid. The cash-out has gone up from £1.91 to £2.03. So it's getting tempting, but um, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> ah,
5: Fair enough. Fair enough, John. You take care. Oh, you you get back inside, because obviously he's not walking out I'm going to come to Neil, then I'm going to come across to Tim, and then we'll uh, we'll get some five-word reviews and stuff and see what everybody thinks, unless anybody has anything else that they would like to add. Let's get across to Mr. Neil Silverstein, see what he made of the day, because dif- different people, different views, different, different angles to see the game. Neil, sir, what do you make of uh, of, of proceedings today at uh, New York?
9: Well, I, I, I had a limited view because my um, questionable stream was questionable. Oh. Um, Sorry, actually, we, well, I've not seen the goal or the, the, the strike. So by all accounts, that was, that was quite nice. But for me, it, it's a win, right? And off the back of four defeats, we needed to win more than anything else. And when you look at the squ- the team slash squad, we're threadbare, right? Players are fatigued, and when players are fatigued, and you know, you can say that oh, they only play one or two games a week and they train it, but it does drain physically and mentally. They start to make more mistakes. So I think what we're seeing is a, is a, a compound effect of the small squad. Players like Porteous being suspended that just doesn't help, right? So I think there's so many avoidable things that could be done to improve what we've got, but it all goes back to. In my eyes, just a very, very limited squad, both in terms of c- c- uh, capability and and numbers, right? Yeah. But you look at the backdrop of football in general, you talk about it, uh, the way that it, the game has changed. The biggest change that it's going through right now is financially. And you know, from some of the, the conversations mm-hmm. I've had with other people that are involved and around football, I think as fans, we're really not uh, fully aware of how much the financial picture in football is changing. And unless you get a big benefactor coming in that's prepared to bankroll it blindly within the FFP's constraints, all the clubs are massively, massively restructuring. Um, and that's having an impact. So for me, you go back to the beginning of the season, we have to stay in this league. Going further down would just, you know, the club would implode. and And that's got to be the first goal. And, you know, with that in mind, I think it's on track to do that. And then we just go again. And, you know, like Greg said, I'd like to see a bit of stability from the management. So getting rid of him now would just be mental, right? I think the man above him and the board above him, they're, they're set for, well, as long as nobody comes in with the, the, the ridiculous money. So we've just got to make the best of what we've got. doesn't make it eye-catching because the players that we've got are not standout quality by the likes of, you know, Spira and Martins that can turn it on for five or ten minutes in the game. The rest of them are workmanlike, and yeah, I mean that's that's my view. I think just please see to, to see a win or not see a win as as thanks to my screen <laughs>
5: Beautifully put, beautifully put. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I hold with the we haven't got the, that. We haven't got a decent capability within within the squad. I think. I think we've got players who, especially against Rotherham, for example, wouldn't. You know, they they wouldn't get in our squad, even though we've got twenty two of them. Yeah, I'd, t- I'd take a couple and fill it out for legs, definitely. But there aren't many players in that squad who I think have the capability or shall we say potential that we have are we utilizing those individuals in the best way becomes becomes the question and I appreciate and I'm not sitting here saying I I want Val out or anything like that but I think almost the knee-jerk Watford fan reaction now is oh you're not asking to change the manager no I'm not at all but I think like most clubs when when they're not changing their their managers every fortnight you know traditionally over the last decade will turn around and go what can the manager do differently? What what could we do? What got us here? What's going to get us there in terms of the next stage? Now, I think you're absolutely right in terms of the finances, and, and we saw that in the last window with – so few actual transfer fees being paid by uh, football league sides. Very few, actually, being paid by by Premier League sides, if if they can avoid it at all. I think I think we're going to need to be creative in the. Uh, I think the transfer market, what we would actually call the the free transfer market, I think is going to become seventy five percent of the overall transfer market. Full stop. I just don't think that clubs are in a position. To pay capital expense to to buy somebody's registration anymore, they're needing to see value, and then they're needing to try and kind of work work the wages downwards. We've seen the we've seen the stuff obviously with the accounts, and I think I think we're pushing in the right direction on that. Absolutely, I do but i think your your point about that being a concern is, is is most most definitely there what would you like to see then between now and the end of the season to to give one val the best chance of surviving who knows even a close season wouldn't that be something but also to to then start off next season players aside how you know kind of what, what things would you like to see from the management and the management team
9: so for me i I'd, I'd like to see him make better substitutions i think that's the one area that he could improve with I'd I'd like to see some of the academy players given a chance because I think that's that you know that that's gonna a help the development. I think also potentially it could help financially if you you kind of drive the value up if you're able to prove some of the younger players. I mean you look at you know Andrews he's he's probably got to be one of our biggest assets now. So I'd like to see that. I, I do think and I say today it looks like. The substitutes worked, but more often than not from Val, I've seen substitutions that that have kind of taken us backwards and enabled the, the opposition to come into the game. So a little bit smarter there, but I mean, you go back, Twelve months ago, and the, the 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 well, there wasn't a culture, there wasn't an identity, and he's instilled that. Now he's not been perfect. I don't think anybody in their job is perfect, but unfortunately, he's judged on ninety minutes on a Saturday afternoon or a Tuesday or a Wednesday evening, and we don't see what else goes on. Um But I think that it, what he's doing it, is actually taking the club forward, which for me is far more important than just sort of like the, the results because it, it it puts us in a better position for next season.
5: Lovely I don't stuff. know if that answers your question, yeah, but let's go. No, it's this is this. This is all about i mean and, and john started to talk about being the ying and the yang it doesn't have to be it doesn't have, you know everybody could be one side or the other or whatever they feel that's 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 hopefully the idea of this so you don't have to give anything prescriptive it was just really interesting to see what you what you thought he's brought and what you think he can take on because as i say what what got you here won't necessarily get you there
1: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com